A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times, and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent, and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Advent begins in the dark. In this dark landscape, we are invited to describe life on earth as it is, to name the seeming absence of God. We sit in darkness, longing for light. We sit in exile, longing for home. We sit with aching, empty arms, waiting to cradle a life that's still unformed, still hidden, still in process. In Advent, our desire for God strains towards God's desire for us. Advent reminds us that necessary things happen in the dark. Next spring's seeds break open in dark winter soil. God's Spirit hovers over dark water, preparing to create worlds. The child we wait for grows in the deep darkness of the womb. Barbara Brown Taylor writes, We're called to trust that darkness does not come from a different place than light. It is not presided over by a different God. It's only when we embrace reality, when we acknowledge and welcome the here of human suffering, that we experience the nearness of God. What appears to be the end of the world as we know it is actually the birth pangs of something new being born. In Luke's apocalypse, creation is falling apart. Genesis is being reversed. The lamps that God hung in the sky to light the earth, the sun, the moon, and the stars are now sending out alarm signals. The waters that once covered everything and that God siphoned off into containers called seas are making a comeback. The roaring of seas and waves is a symbol of the primordial chaos, the tohu vabohu, becoming resurgent. People will die of fright. Literally, the Greek word means to be breathless. In Genesis... God fashioned the earth one from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the human became a living being. 
In the words of Psalm 104, when you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. The Gospel texts for these four weeks of Advent run in reverse narrative order, starting near the end of Luke's Gospel and moving backward to the beginning. The word apocalypse means to unveil. Luke is pulling back the curtain of time to reveal the hidden presence of God. If the events that span the 15-billion-year timeline of the universe were laid out along the length of a football field, then all of human history would span the thickness of a single blade of grass in the end zone. As a new liturgical cycle begins, the first Sunday of Advent again reminds us that our lives are caught up in a cosmic drama and that history will end with the return of Christ and the redemption of humanity. No matter how much it appears that the world is coming undone, God's way endures. Only days before Jesus is handed over to be crucified, he insists, Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Most mornings when I come downstairs, I like to open the front door to breathe in the morning air and feel the new day. This time of year, when I'm up early, the constellation Orion is just across the street in front of my door. But the light from the stars of Orion's belt are 600 light years away. So even when I'm looking at Orion this morning, I'm actually seeing Orion in the Middle Ages. I'm looking into the past. In God, time is not chronological like earth time. In God, the past and future come together. God is now here. So when Jesus tells us to look at the stars, he may be inviting us to look back to the beginning, before the creation of the stars when darkness covered the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. In Psalm 23, David sings, The Lord is my shepherd. But it is only when David walks through the darkest valley that he realizes that God is present, for you are with me. To really hear what Luke is saying, we too must first enter the shadows, those places where all hope seems lost. Jesus' language is peppered with strikingly active verbs, where to be on guard, to be alert at all times. Eugene Peterson offers this contemporary translation of verse 34, Don't let the sharp edge of your expectation be dulled by parties and drinking and shopping. Otherwise, that day is going to take you by complete surprise. As the curtain is pulled back further and further, and we move slowly through the Advent Sundays, we hear Mary proclaiming the marvels God has done. God is lifting up the lowly and bringing the mighty down from their thrones. God is turning the world upside down, and we shall be called, The Lord is our righteousness. 
This is good news of great joy for all people. In the words of the prophet Jeremiah, In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, that he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. Bernard of Clairvaux, the 12th century abbot and theologian, wrote eloquently of three advents. First of all, the Incarnation, the Advent at Christmas. And last of all, the Parousia, the Advent at the end of the age, Luke's subject in this week's passage. And the second, or middle Advent, the one in between these other two, is the everyday arrival of Jesus, the knock at the door, the still small voice, the lonely prisoner, the hungry mother, the weary refugee, the migrant worker, the asylum seeker. In other words, Jesus is coming again and again, like a thousand spring buds on a fig tree, long thought dead. So be alert, lamps lit and dress for action. Hope is a verb. <laughs>